welcome back to the Tokes Talks podcast. Happy Wednesday, happy hump day. I hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. I hope things are feeling better and you're adapting to this new normal. Hopefully it doesn't last too long, but since this is where we are right now, um, I hope you guys are making the best of it and finding your joy in whatever places are possible. The one thing that I learned this past week was that people are watching and it sounds obvious and also a little creepy in the sense of like a big brother type of situation, but I do what I do because I enjoy it, because it makes me happy, because this is who I am. And I'm sure that most of you guys share that same sentiment or at least aim to have that sentiment in doing what you do. And it's very interesting and positive and enlightening when people who you didn't even know were paying attention or people who you didn't even know were noticing what you're doing kind of let you know that they've been seeing it and they've been admiring from a distance. And this happened on three unique occasions with this past week with three different people from three different points in my life, actually, oddly enough. And it really made me feel seen. And it also made me more ca- more cautious of how I do my thing because just because people are not commenting doesn't mean that they're not paying attention to what you're doing. And luckily for me and in my favor, the fact that the things I've been doing have been very positive and very uplifting and forward forward momentum, these people have been able to, when the situation arises, tell me that they're proud of me or they're looking at what I'm doing and they see it and I'm inspiring to them. But in the same breath, if I was in a situation where I was doing things that weren't positive, weren't uplifting, weren't forward propelling, these people would be looking and I may never know that they have those opinions about me. So it's just very interesting. And even when I was working for a company, when I decided to leave my job, um, a manager, and I believe I spoke about this on in my post-traumatic growth episode, a manager who I had worked for at the beginning of my career at the company, so I hadn't worked for him in over a year. When he found out that I was leaving the company, he took me out for drinks and he was talking to me and brought up the fact that even though he didn't hear from even though he didn't speak to me often or we didn't we weren't really in much communication that he was paying attention to everything I did he noticed that every morning I would come in and greet people by name I was always bubbly energetic I remembered the little things people told me and I told and I asked them about it I just seemed genuinely interested and it was shocking because I really did not even if someone had told me that he was watching me. I never would have guessed. He he has no skin in the game, you know. He's not my manager. He doesn't pay me. He can't hire me or fire me. I worked for his team and now I didn't. But it just goes to show you that people are paying attention, even if they don't say a word. So let's try our best to be that person that we w- we love to be so that in the circumstances where people do end up saying a word, they're kind words, they're good words, they're words that we are happy to hear and it brings us a sense of pride that 
somebody sees us and recognizes us and that what we're doing is not in vain. I hope you guys had a chance to meditate on the words to live by for last week, which were, I can sit until I know why I stand. And this is one of the things that I've been really trying to focus on, especially during this period. Yes, I work from home. Yes, I'm here regardless. But now that society as we know it has changed for the meantime and my family's at home now, everybody's home, no one's going to work currently. It's It hasn't been business as usual. I'd love it to be, but it hasn't. And part of that has been a lot of reflection and going back to the drawing board and looking at what I'm doing, looking at the results, seeing if I'm satisfied, seeing if it's going in the direction I want and figuring out how exactly I can do better. And part of what I've come to the conclusion of in a few different aspects of my business and my practices is that it's time for me to take a timeout. And that timeout might not be that I completely stop doing things. So it's not a cold turkey type of, you you guys aren't going to hear from me until I'm doing better. It's more so a situation where I'm taking a step back and really reassessing and seeing what I need to learn and what I need to do to grow. Because as we elevate ourselves and as we enter into new levels of whatever it is we're doing there are new requirements of us so as a baby entrepreneur which I still think I am but I was much much more a baby when I just quit my job last year um last February so during that time what was required of me to get these things off the ground was a lot less I I could use my raw talent and that was enough I didn't really study I didn't really aim to learn more I just saw what I had in my hands and I put it out there and it has brought me substantial success and it has brought me growth I I can never sit here and deny the fact that I've learned a lot from where I was previously but at the same time now that I have gotten to a higher level and a higher stage what I have in my hands isn't enough I need to learn from the pros. I need to study. I need to read books. I need to see what's happening in the industries I'm in and how exactly I can allow myself to stick out. And if that means that instead of actively working on five projects, I I work on two. And with the space and the time that I would have used for the other three, I take that time and I study. I read a book. I listen to seminars, I listen to speakers, and I gain more knowledge to be able to apply, then that's what I need to do. I need to sit down and see what I need to do, do it well, implement, and come back stronger, better, more powerful, so that even the people who I'm influencing and the people who I'm speaking to, like you guys, for example, what I bring to the table will be more beneficial to you because I now am equipped with more information and more knowledge that will make this time that you guys spend with me every single week more beneficial to you guys. So yeah, that's what I've been doing and it's been really good. Um, You'd be surprised how inspired you can get when you just take a moment to look at what other people are doing and how how seeing it from their perspective or hearing somebody else's take on it can just open up a whole new door or a whole new stream of thought that will have you wanting to create in a different way, produce in a different way, something that is so in line with who you are, but you never saw because you didn't already have it in your hands. 
So I really hope that helped you guys and that as we're in this time, you for those of you who aren't going to work or those of you who do have a little more time on your hand, just look at your life. It's not always business. Like what I speak about here is not for the entrepreneur only. It's for the human being who wants to be better and wants to elevate themselves in every single aspect of their life. So whatever I say, try and find a way to apply it to yourself and get the most and the best out of it. So for this week, I'm going to be talking about consistency. And this is episode 52. Um, It's been a year of me doing this. The, The earth has spun in a complete circle around my voice coming into your ears every single week. And that is mind-blowing. What are my feelings on this podcast and what I've been doing? My feelings are wow. It's wow. I don't know what else to use to describe it when I stop and think about the fact that I've consistently been putting out content for a year. It's it's shocking. In a good way, of course. I'm also very proud of the fact that I've been able to consistently bring you guys something every single week, come hell or high water, regardless of what I'm feeling. It It's a feat and it wasn't always easy, but I was determined to do it and here I am. I've done it for a year. And if I'm being completely honest in reflecting on this past year of podcasting, there was a little bit of disappointment and that disappointment stemmed from looking at the growth that I had achieved and having thought that I should have, well, having expected that my growth would have been a little more than it currently is. But with that being said, I love, I love what I'm doing. It's exactly what I want to be doing. And I never compromised, which is an important part for me because there are some topics that if I spoke about or if I created titles and episodes around certain things, it could have pulled in and garnered a lot of attention and a lot of um, listenership, but that isn't what I wanted. I wanted to do this in a way that I believed in, in a way that makes me proud and I feel like I've accomplished that and I can't wait to continue to produce more for you guys and bring you along on this journey where we're all growing and trying to be our best selves. And in the midst of thinking and reflecting on this journey of mine, something else that's currently going on in my life is that my church is having a 21 day fast. We're fasting, no food, no drinks, between midnight and 6 p.m. And a part of that is also required Bible reading and it's a chapter from Exodus every day. And one of the things that I saw in Exodus that really made me wake up and confirm that I'm doing this the exact way I need to be doing it was the story of Moses and the Pharaoh's wise men and sorcerers. So a little bit of Bible history, nothing too deep, just bore, um, just over the top. Moses wanted the Pharaoh to release the Israelites. He was holding them as slaves. And I'm sure you guys have heard the song, let my people go. It's from that situation right there. And, um, when God had given Moses and Aaron power and told them to show 
Pharaoh certain things and threaten him with certain things like plagues and sickness and boils and death of livestock to show that God was real and to encourage him along the path of letting the Israelites go. There was something that I noticed. So every time uh, Moses and Aaron would go to the Pharaoh and tell him that, um, let our people go. If you don't let our people go, this is what's going to happen. The first time Aaron took the rod in his hand, he dropped it and it became a snake. And immediately the Pharaoh called his sorcerers and wise men, and they were able to also turn their rods to snakes. So Pharaoh was like, I don't believe you. This is not from God because look, my people can do this too. Right. And on many instances, as you, as I continued to read, um, the book of Exodus, Pharaoh would have his sorcerers and wizards come and do exactly the same thing that Aaron and Moses did to, and he used that as a means of justifying the fact that what they were doing was not from God, because if my people can do it, this God that y'all are calling out isn't really all that because we're doing it too. But what happened was that there came a point where Aaron and Moses made something happen. And when they made that thing happen, the wise men and the sorcerers could no longer do it. And they were like, whoa, this, this must be from God because we can't do this. And what that showed me was that was the importance of consistency. So consistency, consistency, consistency. And that is the only difference that I could find in what was happening. And it was a a shining light and the confirmation I needed to continue doing what I was doing and to show me that I was on the right path. So consistency is the difference. Consistency is the difference of lasting. It's the difference of vindication and it's the difference of long-term success. And in this fast 15 minutes of fame world, it, it becomes difficult sometimes when we are doing what we're doing at the level that we believe we should be and not seeing the results that we know we deserve and not getting the accolades or the recognition for the quality that we're putting out, you know? And that is where consistency wins out every single time. So for the remainder of this episode, I'm going to be talking to you guys about five things that consistency brings. And hopefully this will be a confirmation and motivation for you guys as well to continue to push on your endeavors. And although what pulled me to this discussion of consistency was my businesses and the reflection on which I do with regards to my businesses, this topic of consistency is one that really transcends into other aspects of life. Consistency with regards to relationships, romantic or personal or friendships or business relationships is just as important as personal consistency in your business and doing what you want. So as I talk about, um, what consistency brings. I'm going to be going back and forth between business and relationships so that all of us here who are listening, whatever aspect you can most relate to, will be able to look at it and apply it to your life. Because if we're sitting here and having these conversations and you can't take away how exactly it relates to you, I don't think I've done my job and I want to do my job well. So that's what I'm going to be doing for you guys today. So 
the first thing is that consistency brings separation. And when I say consistency brings separation, what I mean by that is that time is the factor. When you are able to continue to push and continue to do what you're doing at at a consistent level and for a prolonged period of time at that level, you'll start to notice attrition from your competition. And what I mean by attrition is that people who aren't really about that life <laughs> like you are will begin to fall off. You know, um, when you're consistent in a business and maybe someone's like, everybody's starting that business. It, everybody's a lash tech. Everybody's doing eyebrows. Um, everybody is starting a podcast. When you are consistent, you'll realize that the people who weren't really about that life begin to fall off, you know? And this also works in relationships because when you continue to be and operate at the level that you're operating at, if people can't keep up with it, although it's easy to do it at the beginning, if they don't have the stamina, you're going to start to see them fall off and it's going to become much clearer to you that that you're separated and you're different from them because you have something in you to last and span the test of time. Because I feel that time, when it comes to consistency, time is one of the biggest factors because it's hard to keep going at that level. It's when people say it's a marathon, not a sprint, that's what consistency is. Consistency is the marathon. But if you don't have the endurance, what can be a marathon to others will seem like a sprint because you you weren't built with what was required or you didn't train yourself with what was required for you to last the long haul. And when you're consistent and you continue to do what you're doing over the test of time, you'll be able to look back and see the people who started with you who may no longer be there because they weren't able to continue. And that is exactly where the separation happens. Another thing is that consistency brings clarity. And with this, consistency brings you the opportunity to really answer the question, why are you really doing this? Because when you're doing something for a long time and you want to continue doing it at a steady, trusted pace, if you're unable to determine why you're doing it, it's going to become blurry and you won't be able to justify the work, the effort, the time, the the joy that's required <laughs> to continue to do something. Because when we're looking at what we're doing and we want to continue it for a long time, whether we like it or not, there has to be motivations to do it. So with consistency, for example, if the reason why I was doing this podcast was to make $15,000 within the first six months and the fifth month hits and I haven't made a dollar, I'm going to realize that I can't continue because the reason why I want to do this isn't being actualized and there's no longer a justification for me to continue on the action that I'm currently doing. And that's what happens when you take enough time and you continue to do something the the smoke and the fog kind of clears out. And even if what you thought initially was the reason for you to do it, 
is no longer the case, you're bound to figure that out because you've been doing it so long. And if you want to, if you say you do something for the love of it, or you're with someone because of the passion and the care you have for them and you're with them and the longer you're with them, that's not enough. Maybe that's the indication to say that the reason why I'm here isn't what I thought it was and it's time for you to reassess and this is the same with business if you're pushing and doing something and you realize that it's not coming as easily to me anymore as time goes on or I'm getting frustrated you'll receive that clarity to understand what exactly is your motivation is it justified do you want to pivot do you want to stop or do you want to continue the third thing clarity brings is that clarity brings trust who you can depend on and why sorry, not clarity. Consistency brings trust. (laughs) Um, Trust is earned. And the best way I find that I earn trust in any situation is through my consistency and through my pattern. The people who we trust in our lives, it's because they have gone to, they have shown us over and over again through their behaviors that have become a pattern that should I need something, I can go to this person. If I can dep- if I need someone who I can depend on, this is my go-to person. And the same with a business, the same with this podcast. Every Wednesday, except for Christmas Wednesday, that, that week I gave it to you guys on a Thursday. Um, but you know that every single time, every Wednesday around 4.30, if you go on whatever app store you're listening from and you refresh, you'll see something from me, you know? And... When we're in any type of relationship, this is the type of pattern we need to bring along. And this is what makes it easier for people to trust us. And even when you're looking at situations where you don't necessarily trust somebody or you've maybe been faulted in the past and it makes it difficult for you to look, um, to try again because of past experiences, pay attention to the patterns. Pay attention to the consistency because it's easy, as I said, for everybody to start off with that energy. But over time, people do fall off and that's the separation. And at that point, when you see the people who have been able to stay at at checkpoints where other people have not been able to stay or have not been able to maintain, it gives you exactly the motivation that you need to understand that this is somebody worth trusting and what they're doing is good and they've proven it to me through their time. So sometimes we feel like we actively need to prove to people our worth, but consistency is enough of a proof for most people because over time it might not be explicit, but when you look back and you think on who was there for me every single time. They didn't rub it in my face. They didn't say, what do you need? But when you think and you look, you know you know the good people and you know the consistent people. And whether you like it or not, or whether you consciously acknowledge it or not, trust is built through that type of consistency. The fourth way of consistency is that consistency brings about your legacy. What will you be known for? what will you be known for people pay attention as i as i said at the beginning of this episode people are watching and people do come around and people come back around as well when you are consistent and you are who you are you do what you do that doesn't mean that 
<clears throat> excuse me, you're going to necessarily get that recognition at the moment you want. It doesn't mean you're going to get that appreciation at the moment you want. And it doesn't even mean that you're going to be treated fairly at all points of your life. This is just life. Nothing is guaranteed. And even the best of people who we look at and we think they really don't deserve it are going to go through trials, tribulations, and hardship. But what happens when you're consistent is that you create a legacy that cannot be shaken. And this is one of the things that I can personally attest to as someone who just is who I am. I am very apolog- uh, unapologetic about the way I am as a person. I'm super bubbly. I'm super caring, sometimes to my own detriment, but it is who I am and this is who God has made me to be. And when I look back on the situations in my life where my kindness or my personality has been taken for granted or I've been mistreated or treated in ways that were not in line with how I believe I was, I deserve to be treated. Never once have I not been vindicated. I've had people come to me years later apologizing for things they did to me when I was 13 years old. People have come out of the woodwork to support me people who as I said people who I didn't even know were watching and it's nice you know because you realize that your legacy holds and who you are holds and when people don't respect or pay attention to it in your mind and when you just continue to be consistent because that's who you are and that's what you want to represent people will see it um I had someone purchase a copy of my book who I never, ever, ever would have in a million years even thought would have done it. And when they sent me a picture of the book, when it came in the mail from Amazon and I was astonished and I thanked them. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for doing this. I didn't even think you would. I would love to sign the copy for you whenever I get a chance. And they went on to say, I will support anything you do because you've always been a real one someone who I don't really speak to too often, who I haven't really had a strong relationship with in over a decade, had that sentiment. And that is our legacy. And that's what consistency does. It it transcends time. You don't necessarily need to be in the midst of these people for them to know you're great. You don't need to actively be constantly doing and trying and pushing. You're just yourself and you do what you do authentically and people can smell it. They can feel it. They can touch it and they want to be a part of it and they want to show you that they appreciate it in any way they can. And that I think is probably one of the biggest reasons why I will continue to be consistent in all I do in my business relationships, in my personal relationships, because I have never once failed long term because who I am always speaks for me, even in rooms and spaces that I will never enter into. It's it's surprising and it's shocking because it's even gone so far as me pitching a concept to somebody and they went on Instagram, went on my Instagram page, saw our mutual friends and spoke, spoke to one person and said, Hey, this girl named Tokes hit me up. And the person's like, yep, that's my sis. Do, do it for her. She's amazing. Someone who I haven't, I don't even actively speak to. And that's because of the consistency in my personality and in everything I do. So the last one is that consistency brings identity. 
And consistency brings identity by helping you to answer who am I and what do I stand for? What do I represent? As I've said throughout this episode and throughout the topics, it brings about that separation. And when you are consistent, certain things will float to the top and certain things will be gone by the wayside because it's very hard to maintain long-term something that isn't truly representative of who you are at a molecular level. So for me, I, I remember it actually funny enough. I remember in elementary school and every single summer before school would start, I would say, who do I want to be this year? I would ask myself, I'd look in the mirror. No, I don't think anybody even knows I've I used to do this. You guys are probably the first ones to hear this. I would look in the mirror and I would ask myself, who do I want to be? What do I want to change? And one thing I always wanted to change was that I didn't want to talk as much. I I did very well in school. Um, I'm very good at multitasking, but I'm also very talkative as you guys have experienced through these past 52 episodes. And I would always look at the quiet kids and admire how they could be so quiet. So first day of school, I'd go in, I'd say hi to my friends. And when I get into class, I'd try so hard to be quiet, so hard not to answer questions, not to talk to my friends, not to speak and comment on funny things or make jokes. And of course, before Wednesday, (laughs) it would be over. I was not able to maintain that. And that is what consistency shows you when you decide when you are who you are whatever you're not is bound to fall by the wayside and what you represent it'll happen to be the easiest thing to do and the easiest thing to do is to just be yourself i can't consistently be a fake version of myself because it's going to get hard to keep up every single time i try i'm going to forget and every single time i forget i'm going to be frustrated and there's either going to come a point where I'm just going to say, screw it and just be who I am because it's really way too much work. And that is consistency helps solidify your identity. And what it also does is that it helps you to not easily be, be swayed. I am who I am. I've been like this for a long time. I'm unapologetic in it. I've filtered and learned the goods and the bads I've reduced the bads to the best of my ability as I constantly continue to work on it and the things that I am right now are things that I truly believe in traits of myself that I truly believe in and aspects of myself that I love and adore which makes it so much easier to not be swayed when people come with their opinions valid opinions sometimes great opinions beneficial opinions but they do not fit with my identity and when we look at ourselves i think it's important for you to to see what you truly stand in see the things you've tried to change see the things that you've never been able to change and if they're good and they're beneficial and they truly make you happy bask in it sit in the pocket of of who you are and yes people will tell you you're too loud you're too much you're too dramatic. Oh, um, somebody has a podcast where they constantly invite people on and it's, it's doing pretty well. Maybe you should try that. But if you are sure and confident in what you are, you'll be able to take those opinions, 
brush off the irrelevant ones, take from them what you can and be able to leave the rest because you're standing in something much stronger and much more fulfilling than for you to allow anybody to come and be a tornado or to knock you off of what you've spent so long building. So just for a little recap, what consistency brings is first, consistency brings separation. Second, consistency brings clarity. Third, consistency brings trust. Fourth, consistency brings legacy. And fifth, consistency brings identity. And my hope for you guys is that you really take these considerations and you use them as motivation to power on. Um, There's a song by James Blake and it's actually called Power On and it's one of my favorite songs from him. And one of the lines in the song is that if it feels like a home, power on. And we need to take that and apply it to ourselves. If what you're doing feels like home, if it feels comfortable, if it feels right, if it feels like what you should be doing and it makes sense to you, trust it. Trust yourself, trust your ability to know yourself, trust your ability to do what you need to do, and then also trust and have faith in God that as you continue to do what you do, it will snowball off of itself and you will receive the recognition you deserve. And it's easy to put a time frame on things, but sometimes it's not a time frame. Sometimes it's it's that you need to have your gangster tested. <laughs> you need, they need to test your gangster. Life needs to test your gangster and see if you're really willing to stick it out and do what you're saying you're going to do. And when you're consistent, that is the separator and what will put you above others. And in time, everything you've done that has felt so right the whole time you've been doing it will finally make sense. And that's what I wish you guys. I wish you clarity and I wish you the strength and ability to be able to power on firmly, strongly, and unrelentlessly in exactly what it is that you're doing and that you feel you should be doing. So I'm just going to end off the episode with my words to live by. And they are, it feels right for a reason. And that's just going back into exactly what I said. I'm sure you guys will understand in time exactly why it is you are where you are and you're doing what you're doing. You're in the relationships and situations you're in and that it will hopefully make sense to you and continue to be a confirmation for you to continue on the path you're on because you may not have the numbers that you want. You may not have all the accolades that you want, but there's something to be said for impact. There are people who listen to my podcast who come back to me actively and tell me that they're excited every Wednesday to hear what I have to say. It puts them in a mood and it's a mindset shift for them. And to be able to have the privilege to do that for even one person is huge. And it's important that we don't allow the other things like the numbers and the money, the things that will come with time, to block us from being able to appreciate the impacts that we do have and the greatness and positivity that we are bringing and imparting on people. So with that, I'm just going to end the episode for this week. Um, I told you guys last week, but I'm still doing it this week. I'm having a Instagram live book talk every Thursday at 7 p.m. 
Eastern Standard Time on my Instagram at Tokes Talks. It was amazing last week. Um, I started off with the section about life and it was a great interactive talk. I broke down the poems. We discussed different situations and concepts. And this week I'm going to be reading and discussing the chapter about love in the book. If you guys are free and want to talk and get to know me, ask me questions, see me face to face, not just whispering in your ears, I would love to have you join me. I'll put the information in the show notes below. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.